but I think I, I, yeah, I have a shotgun in Wrath of Man, so it was about getting comfortable with that gun. And, and um, I did, you know, weapons training on both. It was fun. It was, Dude, it, that's like every kid's dream is to like totally. shoot some guns and, totally. and right, like in a movie oh. and explosions. I mean, come 100%, on, hundred percent, one hundred percent, man. I was like, I was. If my ten-year-old self could see me now, it'd be like <laughs> over the moon. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. We have an awesome episode today this guy was so cool to talk to his name is raul castillo he's in a couple movies that are out right now in the theater yes theaters are open so let's get out there and see him uh the movies so army of the dead well now it's on netflix uh but it's still playing in theaters i recommend in theaters if you can still see it um and wrath of man okay so you got Zack snyder's army of the dead and guy ritchie's wrath of man Raul Castillo co-starring in both of these. Okay. Yes. Unbelievable. Army of the Dead, honestly, is probably like the best movie I've seen in a really long time. I got to say that. Wrath of Man was awesome. I love Guy Ritchie. Okay. I'm a huge Guy Ritchie fan. If you know me, I love his movies. A huge. It was awesome. It was such a good movie. But Army of the Dead, man, Zack Snyder returning to form with zombie. Like, it's just something special about that. It was just such a, you know, cool movie. Again, Wrath of Man was awesome. I, the storytelling, honestly, and that movie is really cool. The way they layer the story and uh, the perspectives is really unique. I wasn't expecting it. Um, Raul gives uh, pr- uh, you know amazing performances in both of them. Um, he's a great actor. The, this guy's a really good actor. Um, I don't even know acting. I could just it's just like the guy I interviewed is not the people in these movies. You know, like not even remotely close. It's like whoa, okay, you are capable of like inhabiting another person. Um, you know, yeah, that, that, watch out for this guy. Uh, yeah, I know he's had a long career. I know he's done so many things and whatever, but that man, th- this guy's going to, you know, keep adding in his career, you know? So yeah, it was a pleasure to talk to him. Um, you know, he's a Mexican American like myself. Um, and we, we had a lot of similar, you know, situations growing up that, uh, I could relate to him and, and that's cool. Um, for me, especially, um, you know, I guess it makes me a bigger fan. I don't know. Uh, he was just a cool guy. Um, really respectable. And he just got this great energy about him, right? Like he's got that thing, you know, he's got that thing. Um, yeah, he's a cool guy. So anyway, army, of the dead, wrath of man, two great movies, Raul's co-starring in both are amazing. Um, and we talked about that. We talked about those movies. So it was really cool. Um, no spoilers. I don't think so. Yeah. No spoilers. We didn't give any spoilers. So watch the movies, then listen to this or listen to this, then watch the movies. Really, you can do it either way. So yes, Raul Castillo, awesome interview. All right, before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food. We'll be right back. Hi, I wanted to talk to you about what's on the Texas Real Food site that's more than just putting in your zip code and finding, you know, the coolest butcher, farmer's market, restaurant around you. There's also other resources on the site, recipes, articles, and one in particular is called the Texas Mom Blog. It's awesome. Faria Khan 
is writing these beautiful articles. You can really learn a lot about Texas, just giving you a lot of other things to think about, food, family, everything behind that goes into food as well. So just different topics and uh, conversations. Definitely something worth checking out as well. All right, back to the show. All right, hope you enjoy that word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food. Don't forget, check them out, texasrealfood.com. Okay, before we begin, social media, Lone Star Plate TX. You can follow us or just search the Lone Star Plate. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit that button, notification bell. We release new episodes every week and content daily. So get on it. All right, let's get to this episode, y'all. Raul Castillo. Enjoy. Uh, Raul, so you're from uh, McAllen, right? That's what I was just reading. That's right. Born and raised. Yep. Yep. Born and raised, my man. Yeah. I actually, um, very, um, I can relate to your situation very much in the sense that I was reading about how you grew up, your parents from Mexico. My, my mom is from Mexico City. My father oh, wow. is from uh, St. Louis, right? So I grew up with sort of both cultures, but I grew up in Texas too. But I, yeah, I heard mm. you talking about like, when you went to Mexico, you didn't really feel like Mexican. And when you were in America, you didn't really feel American in some sense. And I used to get yeah. that same feeling when I was down. I was like, I wasn't Mexican enough because my dad was right. from St. Louis. Right, and then right, in right. America, it was like, well, you're not American enough because your mom's from Mexico. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck, where do I go here? Where do I fit yeah, in? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just totally. thought that was interesting. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that. Um, no, it's funny, man. It's funny you should mention that because I, I, uh, one of my, closest like childhood friends is a very similar background as you his dad white from houston mo mother from saltillo and he grew up in McAllen, and we used to play music together and, and you know it's it, 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 there's a lot of people like you it's just like it must feel like there's not you know and that's Except, how that's, that's true really, when you're a kid that's you know it feels like that even even being in McAllen, like i'm I would sort of, you know, be embarrassed to speak Spanish when I was like really little. I just, I think when you're little, you just want to be like, you want to, you know, you want to belong to the status quo. You don't want to like, you know, you don't want to stand out and anything that, so I, I remember being a really little kid and being like self-conscious about my Spanish and uh, to the point where my parents thought that I was like, you know, monosyllabic. They I couldn't speak because <laughs> I was so, I was so hard-headed. I want to speak Spanish. And then as I got older, it's like, I, you know, especially, you know, you just do because you're in the Valley and everyone speaks Spanish in the Valley. My girlfriend's from Miami and it's like, Miami is the same. Like oh, everyone yeah. speaks Spanish in Miami, you yeah. know, the Valley is yeah. the, the same. The border is like that, you know? And, and um, so what, what I did do um, when I, cause very similar to you, I went to call or I went to Boston, not Philly, but I went to Boston at, at, as an undergrad, right at, you know, right out of Texas. And uh, as an undergrad, I, I, I did a minor in Latin American literature and that kind of, I didn't know I, I, I could speak. Uh, I was, you know, somewhat fluent, but I, I didn't, I wasn't accustomed to reading and writing. Sure. And, oh, and yeah. that. I, I learning, know the feeling. You know, know what I mean? Like yeah. learning to read and write it transformed and just like built my confidence up in speaking it. And, uh, sure. you know, it's, I mean, Spanish is what we speak at home. So it was all, you yeah. know, there was like my dad spoke English, but my mom still doesn't like, so uh, oh really uh, oh wow yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. i mean she can get by she reads yeah. whole books in english but <laughs> she she like you know it's like but speaking it is another is a different thing sure. you know it, it, sure. uh, uh, so 
Uh, I, I understand cool. her, her conundrum. Yeah. 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 My mom, I mean, my mom has an accent. Uh, she always mm-hmm. will, right? She has mm-hmm. an There's a lot of words. She, she always, you know, mispronounces words. Yes. She doesn't, she doesn't follow American pop culture. That's another thing. So uh-huh. she has zero <laughs> idea what is going on in America, but she can tell you everything's happened in Mexico. That's right? awesome. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That, you yeah, can't yeah. leave it, it right? Like yeah. even the news, the yeah. whatever. It's just everything she's watching there. So I'll bring up something here. She, she just has zero clue of what's <laughs> happened. You know, especially in Mexico but, City has so much culture, man. There's like such absolutely. A, I, I was just there, and it's like. It's such a vibrant city. It's a lot like New York. You know, it's got that like kind of energy Absolutely. to it. Yeah. So I can imagine man. she's a cosmopolitan lady in Texas. Like, you know what I mean? She's from a huge city. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's true. So, so, okay. So you're up in Boston. Uh, let's get back to you here. Let's, mm. So you're up in Boston. Uh, you you, so you start doing these Latin American studies. I also read your playwright, man. So you write these that's plays. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right. You start to, right was it the thought that it like, because I know you've done acting before. Was it the thought like, okay, I, I just want to provide my own work to do this? Is that, Was it that sort of thing? Like, I love this so much. I want to provide what I want to do. Like, I'm not seeing on the stage, you know, the things right. that I want to do. So I want to make it happen. There was a bit of that. There was a bit of that. But it, it more so at the, you know, in Texas, like competitive, everything is competitive in Texas. So, you know, sure. even... There's like theater, you have one act play competitions, you have, you know, humorous and dramatic monologue competitions and duet and prose and poetry and all that stuff. And that was all stuff that I was doing in high school. I graduated from McAllen High School, McAllen, go Bulldogs. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and I, and I, you know, they, McAllen High School at the time had a really strong program and there were a lot of really talented kids um, that I was exposed to as, a, as an underclassman um, and uh, a lower classman rather. Um, and I didn't think that I, I, I couldn't do accents and I couldn't sing. So I thought, I, and I thought those were, I thought you needed to do both of those yeah. things. To be an, I was like, I'll never be an actor because I can't do accents and I can't sing. That's so, funny. so I, I, I thought that, and I, and I had, uh, there was a couple writers that I had discovered at that time that I, I sort of, um, that sort of influenced me and uh, uh, writer, Miguel, a writer by the name of Miguel Pinero, who's a playwright from New York City, even writers like Luis Valdez and, and even um, John Luizamo was doing like his one man shows at the time. And those yeah. were so, you know, those were electric, you know, those are so fun. I would do his monologues for competitions. Uh, oh, really? In, oh, yeah. Wow. In Texas. Uh, um, I did Spicarama for, for a competition. Oh, and shit got all the way to like state, you know, semifinals and whatever. But uh, so and the writers that influenced me, Tennessee Williams, August Wilson, Sam Shepard, like location is like so specific and so uh, paramount to their work. So when I started writing, I thought like, well, I'm going to write about what I know about. And I started writing about the border, you know, uh, uh, because that's what that's where, you know, that's what I knew at 17, 18 years old. That was my whole world. So um, I got as soon as I got to college, um, I was doing very much like what, kind of what you said about you know people in Boston were confused and they actually you know we rode horses to to school you know that kind of thing like yeah uh, and and writing plays was a way for me to kind of break all the stigmas that they had kind of like that's awesome. uh, developed yeah 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 for that's sure great. but yeah, yeah so writing was like a it just it, it was another way to become be expressive and and but acting I just never stopped doing I just like I just loved getting on stage. And, you know, doing that. So, and now getting in front of the camera. 
Yeah. What a big difference, right? Like camera mm. stage, like that's mm -hmm. a, what, what, what is a quick, you know, for our listeners of your, like, what, what is the big difference for you for, for acting in front of a camera and acting in front of the stage, sure. I guess, a, a hundred cameras, I guess. At that exactly. Point. Well, it's funny because McAllen high school, when I was a kid had an auditorium that could see like half the school. I think they were like, Oh wow! I don't know. I, I, I you know, 1,500, 1,500 seats. Uh, I forget. I, I don't exactly know the, the number, but it was it was a lot. Like we would do these children's shows, and they would bust in all the kids from all the schools. They would pack it, and you had to reach the row at the back of the theater. You know, wow. and you have to reach the kid at the back of that theater. You know, I played like the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland, and I'm like, you have to talk <laughs> to the people in the back. You know, and especially kids, yeah. kids. Kids don't have like the, the attention span that uh, some adults <laughs> have, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, definitely, like in theater, there's that relationship to the audience. Uh, and I think, in terms of camera work, it's about your relationship to the camera. Um, and and the camera kind wow. of, I I didn't study acting. I I learned acting through doing through doing it, and uh, and. It's, I actually did my first short film in Austin uh, a bunch of years ago, um, uh, like a student film. I was right out of theater school. I was living in Austin at the time. And, and I, I remember rehearsing the lines in my, in my apartment and thinking, oh, film acting is like the kind of acting that I do when I'm memorizing lines and I'm in front of the mirror and I'm just talking to myself. And, and I'm not trying to reach anyone. It's just like it's so intimate the camera sees everything it's like your best friend oh, wow. so yeah so it's a it's a it's a different kind of muscle um uh but it's it, it's fun that i i really love doing both so I, okay you, know, you do love both yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like you said it's a different muscle right it's a yeah. different uh 100 yeah. yeah that's crazy i mean you can't screw up when you're live i mean i guess you can yeah. but right yeah. the, the pressure is just like this is the one take uh yeah sort of thing yeah that exactly. that pressure's got to be insane uh to be honest with you i i totally really, i can't even imagine yeah yeah but the gratification and, and it, of getting it done right too. yeah yeah but then the flip side is it is also just as like anxiety inducing like uh you have to you have to pick this one moment in the middle of this character's journey to kind of get to show up on set and be ready to like hit that emotional mark and sometimes you're not feeling it something you don't have that build up you don't have so you it, it, i see it, it, it's a different kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, but I think they, you know, they influence each other. And I, I, it's, it's been a while since I since I've done a play. It's been a number of years, but I, I hope I get a chance to do it again. Oh gosh, I'm sure you will. Mm -hmm. You'll write, or you'll just write one, right? You'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah. let's just write one. No, I love totally. that, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Right no, I love it so much. Well, look, you got, you know, leading up to this, I wanted people to learn a little bit about you first before we jump into this, right man. You got, you got a couple movies that are out right now. Uh, mm -hmm. When this comes out, uh, the Army of the Dead will already be on Netflix. Awesome. So we can we can say that. Uh, so it's right. it's out. Of, yeah, it was in the theaters, which is where I saw it, and yeah. I, I still recommend that. It was amazing. Yes. I, I mean, this was like I gotta say, man, this is probably the best movie I've seen in a long time. Awesome, I was 
dude. This was such a good movie. Right Zack on. Snyder, yeah. Dave Bautista, you yes, know, dude, totally. you crushed it. You fucking you. crushed it in this Thank movie. You. When you're, you're like introduction, the whole scene, like where you get introduced, <laughs> dude. So Very cool. One, Thank uh, you. Oh, dude, it was great. It's like, just speaking to you now, it's like, dude, you are an amazing actor. Like you are so different from that person. <laughs> like for totally. real. Totally. Like, for real. Yeah. Let's talk about your character. So his name is Mikey yeah. Guzman, right? Yeah, that's right. That's what, right. What Mikey, he, Mike, how's he described? How's so he described? Mike, Mikey is on this team for one reason and one reason only. It's because he's <laughs> an incredibly badass zombie killer. <laughs> yeah. That's his forte. <laughs> he's, he's um, you know, Dave Bautista is tasked with like putting, Dave Bautista's character rather, Scott, is tasked with putting together this team to go into Las Vegas, which has been walled off uh, because of this zombie breakout. And, uh, uh, he's given the task of going in and re re recovering, uh, you know, I think it's like uh, in the ballpark of 200 million or something like that. And yeah. he's, he's, he's meant to assemble this team. And so um, the first person he turns to is Ana de la Reguera's character, Mar Maria Cruz. Uh, they were war veterans together. They were part of a unit um, who was very much involved when the, the zombie apocalypse broke out. They were like That's heroes. Right. So, um, and uh, Maria, Anna's character, very much has her pulse and like uh, her finger on the pulse of the community. And she kind of discovers Mikey and uh, he's become, I like to think that Mikey was like a gamer before like the zombies broke totally. out. He was, he was totally. you know, yeah. he was on Reddit <laughs> and all those like, you know, like. like <laughs> he totally. had a Twitch stream, right? He yeah, had a Twitch completely, stream. Yeah. completely. And then, you know, when, when the zombie you know, apocalypse, you know, the breakout and all that happens. And he's the one member of the team who, who's a Las Vegas native, which I love because there's a huge Mexican-American community in Las Vegas. And I love Absolutely. seeing that, you know, and I love yeah. that we get a, the taste of that. And um, so I, I thought that, you know, in my mind, he, he, he took that gamer uh, uh, strength uh, attribute and, and like, you know, just transformed it to killing zombies. You know, he probably <laughs> lost a lot of his family. He, he, he yeah. creates this like uh, like um, this sort of family like of you know not non blood related. He there's this character Chambers played by Samantha Wynn that's part of his team and like we're just like these like um, almost like the bad news bears of like you know <laughs> of zombie like you know zombie totally. killers <laughs> and and, uh, and we go in there and yeah that's what we're there to do I got you know I got my weapons and I, we got our cell phones for like the selfies while we're inside talk to our followers and you know now he's like a now he's become a bit of a of a of a celebrity a YouTube influencer and uh, he's sort of like uh, the, the 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 heavy metal so to speak in, in this uh, in this team absolutely yeah. yeah and then when he when he shows up uh you know to meet everybody your character brings along a couple friends you yeah know, which which adds some dramatic elements later on and and honestly uh with the, the female friend that you bring along her yes. character chambers yeah chambers man that scene she has this one particular scene in the movie i i really don't want to ruin it for anybody it's absolutely one of the best scenes I mean, it is unbelievable. You know what I'm talking but about, right? I will say, some Samantha Wynn, who plays Chambers, this is, I think, I believe, her fourth uh, project with Zach and Debbie Snyder, and and um, she has uh, uh, very much a, a martial arts background. Wow! And brought you know, brought all this expertise. I learned so much from her because she comes from the stunt world, and she's you know transitioning to acting. I feel like I've been acting. I'm transitioning to the stunt world, and uh, uh, certainly funny. watch. You know, certainly watching her sequence. I mean, yeah, that's like 
I won't give away too much, but watching her sequence, it was like, I, I feel like in some ways Zach gave her like a sort of um, uh, just a, a great, um, you know, a, a centerpiece to give that yeah. character, you know, and, and, uh, uh, but it makes sense why he brings her along, you know, when you sure. see that scene. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the whole movie I'm missing, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, this girl is, you know, absolutely yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Mm. No, man. And yours, I mean, all of your, you know, all of your stuff in the film, what, what was some of the toughest for you? Was there any like physical stuff that was really, I mean, it's obviously a physical movie. Was there any yeah. points that were just like, dude, I got in over my head here. Not, yeah. not in over my head, but certainly like there were those, I mean, like it gave me a newfound respect for like action stars because it is yeah. a lot of hard work. It's a lot of yeah. long hours. It's like, you know, we were out in Albuquerque shooting the bulk of the film to kind of double as Las Vegas. And we were, we spent a lot of time outside in that Albuquerque summer heat Ugh. carrying like, you know, canisters and weapons and money bags and, you know, and then, uh, we finished off in Atlantic city uh in august which is like the soupiest time to be in you know in, in, on, the, on the east coast um so it, it it you know and it was a three-month shoot it it, it, there, it it definitely uh tested our uh, uh my stamina like at various sure. times you know um uh but but it was it was such a it was a good project to be a part of i mean zach zach has a way of sort of galvanizing a group of people. I mean, the way that people come to work on his set is really special. People really care about their jobs and, and uh, they really put a lot of hard work into it. Like, and I'm talking about the entire stunt team, the entire crew, all the designers, all the department heads, like, and then, you know, the cast included, like it, 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 it was, it was really cool to see, to see on that scale, you know? Yeah. A lot of my stuff sure. has been like, I come from a very indie world and like, you know, it was cool to be on that, that kind of level of set. Yeah, because it's amazing, you know, when you scale things up to still keep things cohesive and to still not forget that, like, what's in this frame is what we're worried about. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's what people are going to see. And, you know, everything outside of it and all the madness, it's like it's to, to keep that level and still put out an amazing, you know, film, uh, you know, yeah. experience. It's more than a film. It is. It's just an experience. Like it's just this yeah. crazy yeah, totally. world, this universe. They like just created this whole new little mini universe, which yeah. I understand there's going to be some yeah. more films coming out right about That's this, right. which is so unbelievable. Yeah. There's an animated series. There's a, a German prequel. There's like, yeah, uh, it's, it's exciting to see. Yeah. Crazy. No, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I remember Dawn of the Dead when that came out. I've watched that a million times on DVD. Same. I must have watched that a million times. Hell so yeah. That, that opening scene. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was brutal. Brutal. Yeah. brutal. Yeah. And this movie, too, the opening scene, uh, the mm. first 15 minutes, which they've released online, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, it's like its own little movie. Totally. Totally. It really is. I know that keeps being said, but it's true. It's yeah. true. And if, if you, you watch know, it, it's like, it's great. That whole sequence is like what uh, it dawn. It's supposed to be dawn, and the light is just perfect. They took like I think three weeks to shoot that, like because you oh my you God. only have that light for like a limited amount of time, you know, per day. Golden so, hour is that what they yeah. call it? Golden hour? Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, is that yeah. it? I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. You know, I don't, <laughs> I, I, look, I, I come from food background, yeah, food trucks awesome. and, and restaurants. Awesome. I, I don't know anything about golden hour or something yeah. different to me. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's talk about your this other movie you have coming up. I, I don't want to go over on your time here, so I want to make right sure on. we we talk about, dude. You're working with some like ridiculous people right now. Yeah. I mean, you've already you've done some amazing things, man. I looked at your career. There's just so much to go over, to be honest with you. So right I want on. people to look you up and they'll do all that. We'll put yeah. links and all this. Yeah. Stuff yeah, in the yeah, description yeah. and blah Thank blah you. blah. We'll put the trailers, but yeah. um, this wrath of man, Guy Ritchie, dude, Guy Ritchie. What yes, I mean, yeah. oh, this is <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, totally. yeah, let's 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 just dive in. You play a character yeah. named Sam, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, let's see. What, right. what, what about Sam? What what is he uh, all about? It's, it's a trip because I got the rap. Well, I didn't get the script. I got, I got, you know, I was invited to read for, for guy sort of, you know, on, on, um, uh, I put a tape together for him, you know, to send off. And I mean, I've been a huge fan of his work from Lockstock, two smoking barrels, snatch rock and roll, all those movies I love. Oh, uh, rock so, and roll. You know, yeah. Yeah. So good. So it was a no brainer. I was like, yes, I'm, I'm going to put what, this wait, real down. quick. I don't want to interrupt you, but what's your, what Please. do you think is the most underrated guy Ritchie film? I think rock and roll. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I do. What do you think? I was gonna say revolver. I think either one of those. Mm, I was gonna mm. say rock and roller or revolver. I think yeah, they're so yeah, underrated. Yeah, yeah. They're no, killer right. movie. He does you're not right. make bad movies to me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, King that's Arthur. Right. Look, even King that was badass. Yeah, totally, totally. Anyway, yeah, yeah. sorry. I no, no. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I play I play Sam, he's part of a unit. Um it was a trip because I I I shot Wrath just after Army of the Dead, like like Two weeks later, I was in London uh, doing pre-production oh, wow. for that. Yeah. Wow. So, and then you know that's that that character is part of a military unit. I was standing around like holding like semi-automatic weapons and like you know, <laughs> you know, thinking what a trip. Like what? A, <laughs> you know? uh, and, and that was another great. You know, I'm part of a unit that includes like Jeffrey Donovan and Laz Alonzo and Scott Eastwood, and you know, it was cool to like be part of this kind of uh they're, they're uh, so they're a former military unit is what we know about them at the beginning of the film and um uh, who are kind of down and out and like looking for an opportunity and then they get involved with uh jason statham's character in, in the mix uh and all hell breaks loose you know uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of it kind of has to yeah at that point yeah, yeah. right it totally, involves totally. jason statham heist totally. team hello it's <laughs> gonna something's gonna happen totally. it's this movie it's called wrath of man but it's mm -hmm. based off of uh, another film called cash truck right a that's european right. film is yes, it french was it yes, french? french yep yeah french. that's right yeah. cash truck. it is an amazing the the way i was not expecting the film to unfold the way it did story-wise and i loved mm. it yeah he's such a right he's such a great storyteller the totally. way the story unfolds, it, it's just another exciting element to this film. Like you're, you're, you're going to love the action. Of course, you're going to love Statham and all the stuff and the stunts. And but the the dialogue and the storytelling is just unreal, man. It's so totally, good. totally. It's like one of those films that jumps around in perspective. Yeah, I love it. I think the I think and I think with both of these films, kind of to speak to what you were saying before, it's that's why it's so great to see these are movies that you want to see in the movie theater because they're yes. they work on that scale. You know, they're grand. Yep. They're like. You want to you want that sound system. You want that that you know that the size of those visuals. It's great that the you know the cinema industry is bouncing back and we can go to see movies again. And and that these films are like coming out now is like so exciting. It's that kind of and it's that kind of movie. It like sort of jumps around. Like I was saying in perspective, you start in you know one one story arc and then you jump into another. Kind of like 
it don't and and, and you know it kind of keeps you on your toes so 100 yeah absolutely because yeah, yeah, yeah. they could have told the story like this right i mean yeah. it just could have been yeah, yeah it could have been, been a linear story and not even yeah. the different perspectives and you would have totally. said the same thing but it, it just it just made it more uh, you just didn't know what was going to happen at least for me watching it like i didn't know what was going to happen cool. uh the reveals were super it was just super yeah. cool man it was Very such a cool. good film yeah it was Very such cool. a good film you, yeah you, what kind of training did you do for you said you started did they just sort of take the training you did for army of the dead and sort of like okay he's got that for wrath of man we can no i i i think we 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 went to london and we were you know we the group of us went out to the english countryside and went to like a uh sort of a um a weapons uh you know uh sort of uh, specialist and we were put oh, wow. in like training camps and like we were oh, you know shit. okay yeah. wow wow <laughs> It was okay. fun. It was like, I mean, we could have done it for weeks. You know, we had a limited amount of time, but, but it was, it was cool to get to that experience, you know, to experience that. And, and, um, just to get, cause it's very physical. So, you know, you got to get in there. You got to feel comfortable with, with your weapon. I think I have, yeah, I have a shotgun in Wrath of Man. So it was about getting comfortable with that gun. And, and um, and it, it was also a good experience for us to kind of create a rapport among that group of dudes. Cause it, you know, it was, we're playing a former military unit, you know, but, people who are like spend that kind of time together, build a certain level of bond as a short. That's true. And, you know, true. so I think we need, we needed some time and I think it really helped. Um, uh, it helped us as a group, I think, uh, yeah. but it was fun. It was cool. To, it was cool to get to do. I did, you know, weapons training on both. It was fun. It was, Dude, it was, that's like every kid's dream is to totally. like shoot some guns and totally. in a right. Like in a movie oh. and explosions. I mean, 100%, come on. Like, 100%, man. I was like, I was, if my 10 year old self could see me now, it'd be like over the moon. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. A Zack Snyder zombie heist film. Hello. Hell it's yeah. like the greatest thing ever. And then a totally. guy Richie, like sort of this gangster heist. Film. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. So man. good. That's awesome. And again, you, you crushed it in the movies, dude, both of these Thank movies, you. Um, Appreciate it, you know, they both came out at the same time. I don't know if you like that or not, or did the yeah, pandemic sort of make that happen or. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I think maybe in some ways everyone had to kind of rethink their, their release schedules, but I, the timing of it is, I mean, literally like wrath of man, was two weekends ago army of the dead was just this last weekend and we'll be on netflix by the time you know this is airing and yeah um i i couldn't be more excited uh i, I feel like i have a, you know from the previous work that i have i have a certain fan base that's followed me that i that is incredible and like really supportive and and the, you know it, it'll be great to you know for them to, to see these films but then it'll be great for all the you know the Guy Ritchie fans and the Jason Statham fans and the you know Zack Snyder and the Dave Bautista fans to to get to know my work as well and like to, to get to bring them all along for the ride is Absolutely. is really really cool yeah yeah absolutely man yeah man it makes me want to like i'm gonna watch the uh, el chicano i didn't yeah, you know, i saw right that at, like uh the what was oh, it yeah. little fish i think it's called yeah. little fish with olivia yeah, Cook yeah, dude. yeah yeah yes man i saw the trailers like dude i gotta see this cool. so yeah cool. man it just it's sort of uh open the open the door for me to yeah. you and i'm a huge right fan on. man like Thank for real you, you got me in your corner in this podcast in your corner uh for Appreciate sure that. you know oh, we yeah. wish you the best man i'm i'm just Thank so happy you, and you know for you it's it's just amazing man thank really, you man really i appreciate that. that so much Thank so you. again, man, I really appreciate you coming, Raul, and taking the time oh, yeah. doing a lot of interviews, a lot of shit. But hey, this part of the job, right? This yeah, hell yeah. Do. Oh, man, it's a pleasure shit. to be 
And then dude, to be with the Texas podcast is like, thank you for, you know, I appreciate it, man. It's good. Uh, you know, I try to get back home as often as possible. I still have a lot of my family in the Valley, I, you know, family throughout Texas and, and to, to get a little love from my home state is, is always like, you know, like a, it's, it, it, it's very meaningful. So I appreciate it. That's man. awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. No, this can be you. a great episode, man. People cool. are going to love this. Uh, cool. And look, Army of the Dead is going to hit. Ne- it's going to, by the time, again, people hear this on Netflix, it will be the number one movie. Hell okay, yeah. by far. I'm, ca- I'm telling you, this is like, you were in it, so you're a little biased. Let's be real. You're going to yeah, be a little yeah. biased. You were, you were in the movie. But I'm telling you, this is like the best movie I've seen in so long. I'm, a cri- I'm pretty critical. To cool, man. It's unbelievable, man. Again, cool. you crushed it. So. Thank you. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. Mm -hmm.